Hey everybody, this is Ian Reed Twiss, pastor at Holy Cross Episcopal Church in Novi, Michigan. Today's sermon was preached on February 2nd, 2020, and that day was a Christian festival day called the Feast of the Presentation of Jesus, commemorating uh, Jesus' parents, Mary and Joseph, presenting him as their firstborn at the temple. And so the readings for that feast day take precedence over the usual um, lectionary readings. So the, the passage that I preached on that day was Luke 2, verses 22 to 40. And the name of the sermon is Shoot Me While I'm Happy. Enjoy! My first jazz concert, at least the first one I remember, featured this piano-bass duo with special guest Dizzy Gillespie. I think I was about 12 or 13 at the time. And uh, I didn't know who Dizzy Gillespie was. And um, he was getting on in, in age and really came out and just played sort of a couple tunes while this duo sort of played the entire concert. And so I didn't realize I was in the presence of a legend. And for me, you know, the, what really captivated me in this concert was that duo who were younger and just, just playing and playing. And I particularly remember responding to this quality that I've always loved about jazz ever since that early exposure, which is just this incredible joy in the music, this amazing sense of freedom, of liberation, sort of wrapped up with a, with a cry of pain at the same time. It's absolutely captivating to me. And I particularly remember this one moment in the concert when the bassist, who was playing along, suddenly in the middle of the song just shouts out, shoot me while I'm happy. <laughs> shoot me while I'm happy. That's really what Simeon is saying in today's gospel reading. Luke tells us he's righteous and devout man who's been looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and God has revealed to him that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And so when Mary and Joseph show up in the temple with the baby Jesus, he takes the child into his arms and essentially what he says is, I can die now in peace. Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you've prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. God, you can release me because you've kept your promise. And actually, the Greek in that phrase, master, you are now dismissing your servant in peace, the word for dismissing really means freeing, liberating. And the word that we translate as servant really means slave. We don't translate it that way because we have all this additional baggage you know, about what slavery is in the American context. 
But there was really only one word in Greek. And so part of what he's saying is not just you're dismissing me in peace, but you are liberating your slave in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Shoot me while I'm happy. Now, Luke doesn't tell us what Simeon thinks he's seeing. You know, the common understanding at this time, the, 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 the Messiah that most Jews were waiting for was really a kind of a warrior king. Somebody who would raise up a Jewish army to rebel against their Roman occupiers and kick them out of the country. Somebody who would be like a new King David, restoring Israel to its former sovereignty and glory, uh, having been occupied for some hundreds of years at this point. And maybe that's what Simeon thinks he's seeing as he takes the child Jesus into his arms, this vulnerable, poor human being. But we know that that's not the nature of the revolution that Jesus brings. And I think Luke gives him more credit. And there's some clues to that. The first one is the way Luke says that the Holy Spirit rests on Simeon. Three times he mentions the Spirit. And in Luke, the Spirit is sort of leads people and guides people into this new kingdom of God that Jesus is bringing about. So the Holy Spirit's really important. The second thing is that you'll notice that the prophecy that Simeon makes about Jesus to Mary is really as much or more about an inner transformation of heart than it is about an outer transformation by force of arms. He says, this child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed. The third clue lies in Simeon's name, which uh, scholars Amy Jill Levine and uh, Ben Witherington III have suggested comes from the Hebrew word Shema, which means hear. Listen, Shema Israel is the way a lot of prayers, Jewish prayers begin. And that word Shema refers particularly to a passage that Jesus himself will later quote. Shema Israel, hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. So Simeon's name sort of calls up this association with love. It's baby land over there. If I weren't preaching, I'd be be looking that way. Anyway, so so Simeon's name suggests that, that, that 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 this is a revolution that has to do with love. And finally... We, we can guess that Simeon is likely an older man. We know that he's waiting to see the Messiah before he dies. And so when I think of Simeon, I think of this quote from Rumi that one of my colleagues has as a, um, as a signature on his email, and it goes like this. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. 
Today I am wise, so I'm changing myself. Simeon's getting older. He's closer to the end than to the beginning of his life. And maybe it's just me, but one thing I'm coming to understand as I get older, you know, is that it's so important to work for change in the world and to work for justice in the world. And you can spend your life pushing for the world to change. But maybe the change also has to happen inside. And maybe the change is accessible to us in that transformation of heart. We're talking about a revolution of vulnerability and love, a revolution suggested in this most vulnerable of human beings, this little child that Simeon has taken into his hands and recognizes to be God's Messiah. So Simeon's primed to understand something that even Jesus' disciples don't get for many years. The revolution is not external but internal. The kingdom of God is in the future and right here, right now. That's the realization that leaves Simeon in peace and ready to die. That's the epiphany that has him in this final moment shouting out for joy. Shoot me while I'm happy. Amen. Okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to this week's sermon. And if you want more information about me or the church, you can always go to our website, holycrossnovi, that's N-O-V-I, dot org. And in the meantime, have a blessed week, and you can find more sermons as we publish them in the same place you found this one. Take care.